Hey, broads. Well, here we are. Another recap. Another situation of Becca and I not finding out until after we've actually recorded the podcast. All the Instagram tea. So as a lot of you may know, Blake went to the Insta to drop some serious receipts regarding him and Kaylin. Um, What you're about to listen to is Becca and my before Blake T recap situation. So you're going to hear our unfiltered version of what happened before we ended up finding out all of this new info. So I know you're going to have to be patient and it's a drama filled situation, but we promise we will give you all of our opinions in our episode. First thing Tuesday morning next week. Here we go. Episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hello. Hello. We are off to the races again. Hi, Sandy Sluts. <laughs> <laughs> That's never a good old. I need a shirt. Can we do new merch? Oh, I love that. Oh, like, yes. Yes. Sandy Is it inappropriate? No. I don't know. I'm one sandy slut. If you're calling yourself one, who cares? You can call yourself whatever you want to. That's true. I am a broad. I'm a sandy slut. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, finally, it's been a whole 24 hours, and I could barely... Yeah, now we know. But now now I'm having to wait more days. For the rose ceremony. Yeah. I'm like, can you believe? here we go. And now I'm I'm just, like, on the edge of my seat with this whole, like, Blake situation. Like, who in God's name could he give his rose to? But this is the thing, too. It's like, this can only go so far. Don't you think this drama is only going to extend to next week? Like, how could the Blake drama continue? I feel like... I feel like maybe I could see someone new maybe coming in or something. And, and then all then, the girls trying to warn her or something. Yeah, and then she's just like, I don't fucking know any of you. And then like just going with him. And then ever no one cares about Blake anymore after a week. Unless Hannah G and Blake keep going back and forth with each other. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, okay, so. Okay, so uh, a, little bit of, a little bit of tea before we get into the actual episode um first thing abroad sent me some info i haven't told you this abroad sent me some info saying that she was listening to the radio and lord chris harrison was on and said that tyler cameron like shot his chances at being the next bachelor by being spotted out with Gigi hadid i mean yeah that makes sense i i don't think yeah you think that that like that shocked me that they were like, yeah, no, he just nixed his chances. Yeah. It's like, is, are they not allowed to date anybody? Well, no, but also it's like, well, um, yeah, kind of. Yeah. You saw him leaving Hannah's house. Then you see him on a date with Gigi. It's just no, it's that's no, that ship has sailed. So, I, 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 I didn't. Yeah. I actually thought after the Gigi thing I happened, see, I, I was like highly doubt two and two together Mm-mm. in that way. But now I'm just like, okay, so... So Chris Harrison said that? Apparently. Now, this is I, this was a message from, from abroad, so I didn't hear it myself, but that's what she said. So I don't know. So now it's kind of like, okay, Mike, Pilot Pete, and then all of a sudden I had this thought like, oh my God, what if ABC just chooses a fan favorite and makes John Paul Jones? That would be amazing. I feel that like- would be fantastic. Can you imagine... We'd get like two words. He'd be like, oh, yeah. Or what, the if whole they, or what if they just had, oh my God, that would be so funny. It would be so good. It would be such like a refreshing, like crazy twist. Like, this or what if they made like Clay the Bachelor or something? Oh, that would be cool. That could happen too. Yeah. 
I mean, Wills I don't, for Bachelor. Oh my god, <laughs> I would love that. Although, okay, we'll get to it when we get to it. Yeah, but also with the Wills thing. No, I'm just giving forward. But like, I don't think that was his. He was just going for someone he was interested in. No, he just didn't. I didn't. He didn't seem like a good kisser to me. Oh, I didn't really deeply observe because I was more shocked by how fast it happened. I just always like I always kind of pay attention to a girl's head. And if she's kind of like, yeah, if she's kind of trying to move her head backwards, I I know that feeling and I hate that feeling. It's like but she might have been doing it because she felt bad with Dylan and it seemed to come out of nowhere, too. Yes. It was like, what's this about? Yes. Okay, we shot. We shan't jump. Jump ahead. (laughs) Another another little tiny T. Another little tiny T. Got a lot of broad messages regarding a comment from Mr. Leo Dot on one of Blake's pictures. Okay, so someone commented on Blake's Insta, some douche named Mitch, and said, about time we get a couple... <laughs> Mitch. Mitch. I've never met Mitch. a good guy named Mitch. No. About time we get a couple leading men on BIP and then tagged Leo and Blake with, like, a Shaka sign. Gross. And then Leo commented and said... Oh, <laughs> God. So gross. It makes my stomach just... Oh. <sighs> You didn't hear? Women hate... I can't even barely say it. Women hate guys that get pussy on that show. And That's then, so nasty. It's disgusting. Get like, pussy? Like, dude, why do you have to be so gross? Why on do you have to be so fact, crude? On top of the fact that you're, like, you're horrible, why do you have to be so crude? Why? I don't know. It's just nasty. It's disgusting. And then he does a hashtag, my GF's hot, so I'm assuming he's dating someone and is, like, <sighs> making sure then that his girlfriend knows that dude, he's, like, that you know, throwing like, the word pussy out there, but, like, he still loves her. It almost makes me want to throw up as much as hearing JPJ do the gagging sounds on the episode, which, like, I'm was... getting, like, a cramp under my chin <laughs> thinking about it. Oh, also, who is dating Leo? Ew. No, dude, I'm getting, I'm, I'm actually getting nauseous. I'm, I'm not like exaggerating. I'm getting nauseous right now. I can't oh talk God. about him anymore. He's horrible. I feel like it has to be done. He's horrible. Yeah. And then the other, the other info to discuss right off the top Ugh. is we got a lot of messages about the fact, and I didn't even realize this, and now I'm very offended, is that Chris, they're making him, and we see in his intros, walk in with a little walker, and they're making him like the old guy of paradise. Yes, love. He's 32. <laughs> He's Are 32. And Derek is 32 as well. And Blake's 30. No, it's just because he's been on, like, Paradise since 2005, like, it feels full like. they're just, like, eight. They made him walk in, in a walker. They're, like, fully age-shaming him because he does look older than Derek. Oh, but my God. But I was just, like, God. excuse. I am 30, and I'm offended. Dude, also, like, half of the people there are, like, I mean, a lot of them are 29, 30. Like, I know, right? Yeah. But I'm like, okay, good like Blake's to know. 30. If I were to ever go on Paradise and I'd be like 33, they'd just be like carrying me around on a gurney and be like, <laughs> she's practically dead. <laughs> well, dude, Demi did make that comment too about Annalise. Like, grandma's <laughs> off her meds? That's fucking mean. That was really mean. Okay, we'll get into that. All right. Okay, oh my God. Okay, well, before we get deep into BIP, uh, listen, Becca, the weather is warm. Finally. It's gorgeous. And the last thing I want to do is be stuck inside. In fact, I've been mini vacationing my face off. And do you know what I always take on these staycations? My daily harvest cups. I love daily harvest. Uh, Daily harvest delivers thoughtfully sourced chef-crafted food that is built on fruits and veggies and can be prepared in less than five minutes. Daily Harvest has ready-to-blend smoothies, chilled soups, harvest 
lotus bowls, and they have more than 65 different delicious options. Um, some of my favorites is they have a mint cacao smoothie that tastes like mint chip ice cream, but of course, it's like spinach, peppermint oil, bananas. It's Girl, so good. Get that in my belly. Have you had always. that one? Oh, it's my favorite. So fave. good. It's so good. So good. And there's no rush to eat because everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to eat it. Go on vacation, whatever. It'll be there waiting in your fridge. Once you're ready, it just takes one step to prepare it. The best part is that Daily Harvest single serving cups are the ultimate grab and go meal or snack. So you can get a dose of nourishing fruits and vegetables at any time of day. They are the best go to quick meal. Hopping in a car to take kiddo to school? Daily Harvest. Summer picnic? Daily Harvest. Yeah. Healthy meal for the office? Daily Harvest. Busy mama? Daily Harvest. Also, perfect dorm room steady meal? Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code chatty to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code chatty for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. Dailyharvest.com. Ah, perfection. Finally, we have the intro, which we didn't get on the first episode. I know. I'd also like to just make a quick note that I apologize if you hear a sound in my mouth or if you're watching YouTube and I have one chipmunk cheek, but I have a throat lozenge in because I'm a little sick. But I hate that sound sometimes, so I don't know if I'm doing it. Have you got your elderberry syrup yet? I did. Oh, good. You need to start taking that every day. I know. I always get sick because of Ember. You need to start giving it to her every day, too. I did, actually. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm going to text you and remind you, just like we remind each other to floss now. Please do. Which I've been... Have you been on it? I've been doing it. Okay, me too. I got one of those little uh, fun little... Yeah, I like those. That you don't have to actually... You know, those little excavators. I'm all about that. Yes, yes, yes. I feel you. Okay. Anyways, yes, we get our intros this time. Which, by the way, two of the investors from Grayson's Gym are husband and wife who do the music for The Bachelor, and it's them singing the intro. Stop. Yes. Do you think they'll come on the show and sing it for us? They probably would. <laughs> they were so sweet. I mess, met them as they were touring Gray's Gym, and they were so nice to me. They were big fans really? of me, and I was like, I'm big fans of your work. Oh, my God. your work is Their work is perfection. Perfection. They, give, they bring so much to the table They were literally recording in their house, like, with the two mics singing, mm-hmm. Almost Paradise. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Right? We could have them come in. You and I could have a one-on-one date, and they could be performing yes, for us. I love that. And then, you know, whether or not you're going to give me the rose will depend on how good of a performance it was. Yes. I love it. You'll always get my rose. Oh, thanks, B. <laughs> okay. Um, intros. So, Blake, um, not sure why the producers encouraged that dance. That was a weird moment. I don't know. That was weird, too. Um, I thought that was weird, too. That was weird. Tasha, I'll say it again over and over the season. She is bodied to the gods. Hot girl summer. Tasha. Sum- mean, summer of Tasha. <laughs> summer of flirtatia, honey. Summer of flirtatia. Uh, she has our rose. Hardcore. I'm obsessed. Um, Demi- uh, and I have so- I'm so excited to say more about her this episode because uh, dab. Girl. <laughs> 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 love to throw in a dab when necessary <laughs> um demi is crowned queen yes obviously um christina pouring the tea yeah that's so cute and it spills over i'm like okay okay producers. chris b with the walker so shady and i'm obsessed it's so, so funny so shady and so <laughs> screwed up but like half of the guys are also his age on there man i love it um yeah so those were the oh the only other one that really confused me and like Tell me if I'm forgetting something, but the bird that then like moves out of the way and you see because she said she was scared of birds. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, I was like, what am I missing? Something here? She because just like why was scared of first? She was scared of the bumper cars, then she was scared of the bird. Now I remember. Poor Annalise, she just can't catch a break. 
She's really nice. Someone had sent a DM a while ago saying, like, I could picture Cam and Annalise together. Oh, I, that will probably right? happen. And so you don't think Kaylin and him will pan out? <laughs> <laughs> you don't think that's going to happen? Honestly, I ship Cam and Kaylin, and I really I hope that I ship it they, so hard. I really hope that she provides the babies he needs. Oh, my <laughs> I'm sure she'll be a great mother. I would imagine. Uh, okay. Um, okay. We got to What we did, what we started doing the second half of last night, we got to do, um, or tune, yeah, whatever. Whenever we did the other recap, we need to be on that flow where we hit the big things, we cruise through the small things. Let's do this. Let's do this thing, girl. Okay. Get into gear. Um, so. We start off by this this whole Christina date. Yeah, of course. Everyone's fucking confused because it's why like, is she, yeah. why is why is she doing this? Of Isn't course, like, we've seen behind the scenes. Exactly, we know she's exactly. gonna make um, quote, make him her bitch, which I didn't to, really see happening. But okay. we have to note that before he goes on the date with Christina, that he pulls Tasha aside. Yes. So he said that he was going in with an open mind. Quote and Tasha in all her coolness is like, it was really sweet. He came to me for his date and I, and I don't want him to think I'm not interested, yeah, you know, cause she I was am. just super low key. Like she do was, your thing. I actually had a red flag at that point though. Cause I was like, Oh no, is she going to like just play it so cool? She's like, no, it's fine. You want to like sleep with her and her and her. It's cool. And I was kind of like, Oh no girl, don't do this. Yeah. Do like a Christina from last season yeah, type thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that isn't what happened. It's not what happened. Um, um Kaylin, Still is not saying not anything say to Tasha. That was like, shocking to me. She was sitting right there, had the perfect opportunity to be like, look, Tasha, I don't want to burst your bubble, but can I talk to you about something? It, it would have been the perfect time to do it. Perfect time. And But this is the thing, because she's saying, like, I have this secret. I'm like, but girl, you've already told, like, two people about this. So, like, why not fucking tell the girls that it's affecting? Yeah. I don't know. I had, I mean, I had a theory later about that when she okay. talks to Blake, but I still, well, okay. The, the fact is, though, her and Tasha were not friends on Colton's season. And That's true. they had that huge confrontation That's at the end. That's true. But if she's talking about being so worried, like, why wouldn't she say something to her? Well, but technically, Tasha's comments about Kaylin to Colton are what brought Kaylin's end, really. Yeah, no, I get you know that. what I mean? I'm just saying. Like, so, like, she probably doesn't like Tasha. So, there's probably a little bit of like, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. If I was in her position and there, all these other girls didn't like me and had been shady with me, like, I wouldn't be running to them and being like, I just want to make sure you're okay. Yeah, I guess. I guess just last episode she was talking about like, I don't want anyone to have to go through this. Like, the girl, the girls should know this. I'm like, so just like say something. I wonder though too if she would have gone to Tasha, if Tasha would have been like. There goes Kaylin trying to like ruin my time because like she doesn't like me. But immediately when Tasha found out, well, I guess that was she heard of it Christina. From Christina though. But still, I don't. I feel like Tasha's above like not like discrediting what someone's saying. I know. I agree. I think that I think that Tasha would have heard it well, but yeah, I don't know. That's the only thing that I can really think of because other than that, it doesn't make any sense to me. Well, and so then Kaylin and Sydney are talking. Um, yeah. No. Okay. That's I guess when, I don't have that's when else Kaylin, to say. Well, that's when Kaylin then tells Sydney that Blake referred to her as a mistake when they slept together. Yeah, although th this is this I'm not maybe I just shouldn't say anything. That was just the one other thing that bothered me where she kept saying Blake called me a mistake. I'm like, "Girl, he's not calling you a mistake." Like, you know what? He's he's saying that he's sleeping with you I was think, a mistake. Well, I think that's the trauma then. Sure. 
she sees it as she hears it as I'm a mistake. And then when you hear her talking with him afterwards and she's saying like you see that it's so much of like he t- he acknowledged every other girl but me. Mm. Like I was nothing to him. She felt really used. Because he ignored her That's in a the way thing. that he was not. Do- I mean, he probably would have ignored Christina too if she yeah. hadn't taken him aside. Like, but right. But that's the thing. It was like, but people knew that they had been dating. People didn't know about him with Tasha, and here she is, this person who felt like they had been FaceTiming for numerous months, and then you fully ignore me. Like she felt completely used I mean, probably super slighted like right but but like yeah. you know so used that yeah. i'm imagining that like with all the trauma that that's like such a trigger for her because i think when you see in their conversation later too she's not she then didn't seem to me like into him at all anymore it was like she was so over like so upset with the fact that he hadn't acknowledged her yeah and she felt like dirty like a yeah. dirty secret in her words yeah you know what i mean yeah Anyways, yeah. Gosh, no, I, I do, it's, I do get what you're saying. It's hard not to get into that. Gosh, it's so intense. Um, but she tells she tells Sydney that, and then let's talk about uh, Christina and Blake's day. Okay, now here I was expecting that this was gonna be some badass shit, and this ended up just being like, oh my well, god. Okay, well, it starts off badass because I was pretty sure she was going to murder him in the car. Oh yeah. She was just like a speed demon, and then when she goes over that bridge, I'm like, are there no instructors present to drive this she was vehicle over that bridge? Like, just one little weird turn, and they're both falling to their death. I just thought it was gonna get into the one-on-one and be like, listen, bitch, you thought I was in I know. You and that's why I took I you on this date. Ha, no. I know. I was hoping for some blood. Bow down to me and apologize now before I ruin your life. Well, you know what was so hard is I felt like she had that energy and then him immediately, uh, his reaction dude. took away her power and she then just kind of started to back into a corner. A she little like, bit. this is the, uh, this is the thing that I wish, wish both Christina and Kaylin would just say. I was super into him and he like you know like yeah and i feel like both of them are like skirting around the thing that they were both like ver- seems like they're both in love with him yeah and yeah. that's why this is getting so like blown up because this is what i thought was kind of interesting about um christina uh, the christina conversation okay for one he is gaslight city and gave the perfect example of it because he's like i'm kind of angry about this dude like for you to do this blows my mind yes i'm getting kind of like angry i'm like dude this is that was just and then when he was doing when he was doing the whole like wow i would never have i would never do this to you like yeah you probably wouldn't have talked to her at all and he goes probably would have avoided her like i was respectful and i told you about this oh my god and i wouldn't i could have come and let it blow up in my face but that's how good i am he's yeah he's, oh, he's a piece of gross. shit like no and then oh my god at the at the point when he says that they went to state that him and kaylin were at stagecoach ended up hooking up took things too far they both woke up and we're both like whoa that was too far we're just friends because <laughs> i'm glad it happened which is a, was a weird was statement a very weird there was thing no follow-up very and weird then, thing. and then he says i value your friendship that's the reason i value our friendship and then she kind of like uh, and he goes don't giggle yeah, that was that gave me the creeps, dude. He like shut her down. So f- don't giggle. It's like, don't tell her what to do. You creep. OK, this is the thing, though, about the situation that I was kind of like interesting because so they met back in August and they were dating for a few months. Mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. now. She al- she also can. I think they said it in the in the they talked about it in the episode. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said we dated for a few months. Yeah, Something was missing. He, he, she said we met back in August. Yeah. Whatever. But they both confirmed. Christina also confirmed that. Uh, where was it? I wrote it down. Um, she, she, they were not together at all, like in the time surrounding stagecoach. And she also used the term best friends. And I'm like, why are you using the term? She's like, why would you do that to your best friend? And I'm like, girl, why are you sleeping with your best friend? And this is where I was yeah. kind of like, I'm not trying to blame her for the situation at all. I'm just saying, like, it actually sounds on Christina and Blake's part like there was very clear boundaries that they were just friends with benefits. Yeah. And then Christina is kind of turning this around on him, being like, look, if she had taken an angle, she should have taken the angle like you should not have fucked Kaylin over because Kaylin had feelings for you. I guess she has no way of knowing that. Right. But it does sound like Christina and him had a very clear Sounds like she yeah, she it was made like, it clear we would that they up. were just friends and we would hook up. Yeah, and if that is the case, you can't get mad at him with sleep for sleeping with someone the same weekend. She keeps saying like a friend wouldn't do that. Yeah, no, I hear you on that one. I think um I th- I think the biggest issue was that, and she then mentioned it later. I think to Tasha, where she said it was sus because he didn't tell her right away. He waited until a few days before he left to go to paradise to tell her about it. Interesting. And she said, I think he was covering, like he was covering his ass. But why would he have to tell her about sleeping with Kaylin? Because he probably knew she was going to show up in paradise. Let's be honest. If they're hanging out constantly, don't you guys kind of share with each other? But, but they had, oh, I s- wait, say that again. Like, so when all of you batch folk are, you know, told you're going to go in paradise, yeah. you're going to go in paradise. Like, you're not supposed to say anything to each other, but like people talk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming he probably heard through the grapevine that Christina may show up. Yeah, maybe. And then all of a sudden he did seem like he was trying to cover surprised. his ass. But like but he the, seemed surprised when Kaylin walked in. I know that was just <laughs> stupid. So like, I'm come like, on. Did you just yeah. like, did you have. Did you maybe get word and so you wanted to cover your ass? I guess what I'm saying is like, it sounds like they made very clear boundaries that they were just friends. And then Blake even says, I didn't, I hate, I hated the way he handled this conversation. But he said like, do you have feelings for me romantically? And she kind of like, yeah, was like, and then he said it would make so much more sense if you were hurt because you have feelings for and me. And then she's like, yeah, it would. But she didn't even answer that but then question. She said, but she said you have to, well, part of me then also wonders, like, I don't know. Well, she said, uh, you don't understand the root of my hurt. Yeah. And I feel like she then made some comment about, like, to the producers, she was like, it's an issue of how girls are being treated by guys. Yes, like, it she's is. Like, I'm afraid he's going to do it again. So I feel like her big issue was like who he is and like what he's doing yeah. to other women. And she was kind of like the crusader of this has happened to me before in the past and I'm going to call your ass out about it. But I think the root of the issue with her relationship with Blake is that she and this is where I have my kind of like preachy moment. She um, the issue is that she was not forthcoming about her feelings with Blake. And I think that that's the part like she says you don't understand the root of my hurt and part of it has to do with her history in the past with the whole dean scenario and everything that she was just poor thing was going back and forth back and forth but then she's also now she did have a choice to get out of that situation with dean and she herself brought that up and then now with blake she's subjecting herself by this for this by the same thing to the same thing because she clearly has had feelings but she's allowing this relationship to go on like a friends with benefit situation but that's not what she wants 
It yeah. seemed obvious that that's not what she it wants. It didn't seem like, I mean, I guess there is a chance that she... She wouldn't be hurt like that if she didn't have feelings for him. Well, unless it was just like, it's like a justice complex. Because I can relate to that a little bit. I get that. Where I'd be like, I'm going to make sure that you don't do this to anybody but else. But she didn't even know that Kaylin, she has no way of knowing that Kaylin has feel, had feelings for him at all. So... Yeah. There, like he hooked up with her, which she had agreed to casually hooking up with him, and then she doesn't know what Kalen's situation is, and then he just casually hooked up with Kalen the next day. Yeah, it was all very confusing. But I'm just saying, like, I so here's my bigger kind of preachy moment. Like, the bigger issue here, which is what she kind of addresses, is that like, if you and it's funny because Nick Vial always talks about this on his like question time with Nick because mm -hmm. people are always like I am friends with benefits with this guy but I like him yeah. or like I'm sleeping with this guy but like he's not doing this for me and like I look if you're into someone don't agree to be friends with benefits with them yeah you can't you it's have higher standards for yourself like you deserve to be with someone who is on the same level with you. Mm -hmm. And don't just think that the more you sleep together or the more you hang out, they're going to like get on your level of feelings. You're just going to end up getting your fucking feelings I hurt. Know. And somebody gets to use you without having to put forth any effort. Ugh. Like if you're just letting someone sleep with you and you secretly like them, then you're not holding yourself to a standard of value. Like you need to make clear what you want. And if that person can't offer that to you, you need to say goodbye. And I 100% back every word. And it just, and I've done this to myself too, yeah. where I like some dude will like not text me back for two weeks. And the minute he hits me up, I'm like, ah, okay, like, oh my God, he just contacted me. And it's oh, like, yeah. it just lowers your, your, I mean, your self-esteem. The, the, the fact of the matter is, is I did that for a while with Evan where we yeah. talked about it. Yeah. Where I was kind of like, you know, and he got to, and Evan's a good guy, but I kind of just allowed him to be able to hook up with me. Um, obviously it's kind of different cause he had feelings too, but he didn't want to maybe commit, commit at the yeah. moment. And you let him not have, to and not I let commit. him not have to. And I just started getting more and more devastated and you know, it wasn't until I, and again, I always say like, you know, I'm not saying just when you pull back that all of a sudden the person's going to fall for you and it's going to be happily ever after. But for me, it was like, I had to pull back for you him. You stand all up sudden, for yourself. Yeah. And be like, no, I'm taking back my power. Like, I know you love me too in our situation, but like no more, like I need to make sure that my heart is taken care of first and foremost, because I do have major feelings for you now. I've had plenty of people in my life who I'm fine with being friends with benefits with. Yeah, me too. That's all great. But yeah, 100% what you're saying. Like, don't put yourself in the line of fire that way. Like, it's just going to really mess with you. And it takes away your feelings of worth and value. You start to feel less than, About even yourself. though you don't. Like, that's so not the case. Like, yes. are you kidding me? Like, no, it, it really, really messes with your self-worth. Yeah, and the thing is with Evan is when you actually did... Well, this is of course when you're dating, not when you're married. When and yeah. you guys can list, there's another episode where we actually talk about Jess and Evan's relationship. It's really good. Um, but you got to a place where you weren't like trying to string him along, being like, "I'm done," but you were waiting for him to no, call I was you. Just done. You were full. You fully yeah. walked away and cut it off. Mm -hmm. And it was in that moment where he saw like how truly powerful you were and how you weren't going to stand like you weren't going right. to just wait around while he keeps shitting right. on you. And then it gave him the space to realize that like oh yeah, he actually like obviously, well, he knew he always was in love with me, but then there was that moment of like, oh yeah, dude, like this is way bigger than just hooking up. And if you want to actually be with someone, you have to put forth that effort and it's, you know, 
Bottom yeah. line, Blake is trash. Blake is trash. And it <laughs> upsets me to see any of those women giving him yeah. like the time of day. Yeah, a beautiful, like incredible, kind woman like Christina. <gasps> it's like she just she deserves, deserves so the world. much. And, and so does Kaylin. They both yeah, deserve exactly. like they both s- everyone deserves someone who's gonna love them back the way they deserve and to be. And you loved. see Christina and Kaylin who are like actually two very powerful women. Definitely. And someone like with Blake, a lot to offer. Exactly. And someone like Blake just railroading them and just using them and making them feel small when it's like girls you should feel as high as mountains honey because you both are like amazing human beings like yeah it was it and, was upsetting and you to watch. can see both of them going through genuine pain over mm-hmm. this guy that is not not fit to serve them margaritas oh yes honey <laughs> so anyway it was kind of, it was just upsetting to to, to yeah, see that no i completely um, completely agree with you so um and towards the end of the conversation when he just was um t- saying to her this seems convenient that you're doing this and making her feel like oh you're just coming on this to do this for the show it's like no she's hurt homie i i would have retorted and be like well it seems very convenient that you were talking to like all five of us at once Maybe you thought only one of us top queens would be on, so you were just trying to get your power position in as, like, head of the house in Bachelor in Paradise with, like, whoever's the queen of Paradise as well. I'm also just confused of what was going on with Hannah G, because, like, I know they had been talking, and when they sit down and talk, there's, like, weirdness going on. Like, I... What is happening? Well, like I said, I had seen on Reality Steve, and I didn't know if this is true or not, because no one's talked about it on the show, and it doesn't seem that way necessarily on the show, but he had reported that Blake flew out to her hometown yes. to spend some time with her. Yes. So if that's true, and it definitely seems like they know each other. They definitely their conversation was very much like They have a rapport. Like yes. there's there's something going on. The fact that he was comfortable touching Hannah G the entire time and like randomly kissing her shoulders throughout the conversation. They've definitely slept would, together. It seems that way. <laughs> it seems that it way. It seems that way. Uh okay. Okay, so then we have uh that that, that does not end well it does not end well and blake's just like i don't want to talk anymore and he's trying to i would have never done this to you and then he gets back to the beach and he's all trying to play it off he's like look at me i'm a mess oh my god oh blake and then we see kaylin before he walks up talking she's like i want to he needs to stop gaslighting me stop making me feel crazy and that's to me then when it's (laughs) this poor thing because i just have you've we've seen her unraveling like the funny thing to me is that she hasn't even talked to blake but she's having this dialogue with him back and forth in her head and then that's why like all of a sudden she sits down with him and it's just like oh i know well the thing is too it's like this is this is why i know that this is 100 percent. i believe every word that comes out of kaylin's mouth in this situation because you have the queen of pageants who is the most composed human being on the planet to a fault yeah from moment one one in paradise is like sitting in the corner sipping her drink you're watching her go <laughs> crazier and crazier like she, her the bags under her eyes are getting more and more intense like she is wrecked she over is wrecked and it it was kind of i'm just laughing because it was like blake's shock was actually totally real because he was like <laughs> he was so this shocked. is the first time i've talked to you in the past like however many well, days I love that he walks in he literally is just like Kaylin kind of pulls him aside and he's like, How are you? I haven't had a chance to talk to you. Because we didn't talk yesterday. It was like, Yes, correct. You didn't talk yesterday. You literally barrel rolled out of paradise when you saw he's, her walk down. He's such a fake dude. It's like when so he was stretching out about, uh, stressing out about Christina and then she asked him on the date and he's like, Oh, yeah, I'd love to go on the I'm date. I'm so glad like, that you're here. He is it's like, such dude. a phony. So 
she that's when so what we said a, f- a few minutes ago when I'm saying that she starts saying everyone knew about him and Tasha, everyone knew about him and Christina. No one knew about me and him. Am I nothing? I mean nothing to this yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 and yeah. that's where then I saw, at least in my opinion, when I was watching their conversation, it just seemed so clear to me that like this is someone who has felt so used and because of all the trauma in her past that like for her probably talking to someone for a couple months and FaceTiming them and then having sex with them was like a big thing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he acts like it didn't happen. And in the conversation too... At some point, she says that, yeah, we both moved on, but, like, acknowledge the fact that something happened. So yeah. she didn't seem to be asking him, like, is there still something? Like, yes, we both moved on, but, like, I need you to acknowledge me. Like, yeah. I'm a human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had sex together. We talked for numerous months. Acknowledge Don't me. pretend like it was never anything. But exactly. It was, <sighs> yeah. yeah. I felt, my heart felt sick watching it when she kept talking about using the phrase, like, dirty secret and she felt like slimy because of it and like the shame from that like oh man my heart was like ugh. I don't think he had any idea uh I'm not saying this to give him credit at all I don't think he had any idea like what he was really getting into with like her and like that's uh. I completely agree and my takeaway after his conversation with Christina and then Kaylin and then his reaction to both is that Blake is an inexperienced fuck boy he wasn't a fuck he maybe wasn't having sex with a lot of girls before maybe he went on becca's season hadn't slept around a ton all of a sudden look he gets caught up in all this bachelor Mm -hmm. limelight ladies are wanting him to be the next bachelor they're upset about the fact that he's not he's hot shit everywhere he goes and he thinks like yeah he thinks that he is like the man and now all of a sudden in his inexperienced ways he's dipping his pen everywhere (laughs) Uh, like doing this whole thing where he's romancing girls, yeah, FaceTiming them three times a day, making them feel like they're like in a relationship, dating certain ones of them, like Christina, and then like going and having sex and DMing other people. Well, and it's just like, dude, it, honestly, if you're gonna do this, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be a fuckboy, you better make sure that those women know what they're getting into. Well, it honestly really reminded me of Jed's conversation about his ex. Yeah, I was having flashbacks to yes. Jed talking about his ex because seriously, Blake's conversation was like, I don't like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like we were like, I mean, we were only like FaceTiming like three times a day. Like I would only like text you goodnight. Like, you know, I, we might've said we loved each other like a couple times and we like, we slept together, but like, what? Oh, yeah, it wasn't well, anything. It well, was like, this. Said. it was casual. I'm like, oh my God, stop playing this. Plus stop fucking playing dumb well, like it's he explained casual. at one point he was like well caitlin and i had too much to drink and i was like oh hey blake and jed are at the same club in part of the same club oh, when, yeah. when, when you drink sex doesn't count yeah he said no, the no, same no, no. Thing. jed said that about saying i love you oh my god jed said that about saying oh, i love yeah. you he's that i was I, I was kind of drunk i'm not using this as an excuse but i just it's wanted okay. you to know i was drunk when i told her i loved her and then when I told her I love her again K- and again Kaylin and, and were, again, Kayla and I were drunk. And we hooked up. I'm like, were you drunk the three months that you were FaceTiming with each other three yeah. times a day? Yeah. Like, come on, dude. I think you're a hundred percent right about the inexperienced fuckboy part. It's like, he doesn't actually really even know how to play the game. He has no idea like, how to be a player. He's not a player because he doesn't even know, like he just barely stood up from the right. bench. It's he like has no idea what he's, he's doing. He's like super like, oh, charismatic and is acute by yeah classic standards and like knows how to like flirt with the women's but he cannot juggle 
why is he getting in these actual no, relationships so and then being like what we can't just be friends after this yeah. i thought this is what people do i thought people had sex and then they're friends after it's like not when you talk to someone for months and then finally have sex well, with them this is again like why it's so necessary to have communication for yes. him blake should have said long before having sex I just want you to know I really enjoy your company. I do see us as friends and it's not like that's not going to change. And then if after that the person still consents to having sex with you, you're not responsible for their feelings, you know? Like that's that's all all all's fair if you make it known from very early on yeah. where you stand. Yeah. And instead, it's kind of sounded like he was just like, "We'll see what happens. Let's see if my feelings change." And that's not cool. No. And then on the other side, it's not her fault. But if Kaylin had made it clear that she like, like, this is what I'm looking for. Like, I'm looking for a relationship with you. I'm interested in you. Yeah. You know, we heard yesterday on the episode, like, I, I was pretty sure we were exclusive. Yeah. You know, ask. Just a, It's just a teaching moment yes. for all ladies. Like, just this. just ask. ask make it clear where you're at. Um, otherwise, you're going to you could set yourself up for some heartbreak with a dude that does not yeah. deserve to break your heart. And, and that's if what you happened. have a friends with benefits situation, nothing good can or nothing bad can come of communication. No. Like if for for the, your partner too, your part, the person that you're having sex with may actually be falling in love with you and him or her need to hear that you're not in that space. Yeah. Like you might be, be protecting you might need other to check people in, like, and yourself. Like you go to protect everybody's heart here. Yes. Yes. Check Let's in, make sure you're on the same cards. page. Yeah. Like, and be honest, you know, but I think the problem, what's really hard, and I've been in this position too, what's really hard is sometimes you don't want to ask because you don't yeah. want to hear the answer you already know is coming. Oof. Save yourself the heartbreak though. Cut so it off true. while you can. Like So true. Yikes. Okay. Oh my goodness. So, um, yes, before we... <laughs> Before we get into Quick more. pause. We got to talk about a really fun company. New to the Broad Squad, but not new to me. It's called Mod Cloth. At Mod Cloth, there's no such thing as an ordinary outfit. Oh, no. Everything is so cute. Crafted by a team of in-house designers. Their signature styles include hand-drawn prints, standout silhouettes, and an inclusive side, size range that celebrates all women. If you're watching on YouTube, um, my... My top and my shorts, which are I immediately from complimented. Yes, when I saw and them. I'm obsessed. It's a cute little equality tee, and then these like bright green little like skort, cute. Oh, so much stuff. They have a wide range of truly adorable outfits. New style of '70s inspired workwear. Tons of great baby doll style dresses. That's a look I've been living for. The baby doll with the collar. Um, great statement jewelry and the swimsuits. Girl, I went on a binge buy. And Mod Cloth believes fashion should celebrate all women and all bodies. That's why they include a size range from double zero to size 28. You have a thousand decisions to make every day. Let Mod Cloth help you with one of them, what to wear. Mod Cloth is making August all about your right to look effortlessly great. Not by pretend pretending that everything's easy, but by letting Mod Cloth do some of the heavy lifting for you. Got a question about fit? Their team of mod stylists can hook you up with complimentary sizing and styling help. But also, Mod Cloth's website is set up so beautifully. They make it so easy to find great fits, top to bottom, outfits, shoes, accessories, everything. Hurry, hurry, because this offer is only valid for a limited time. To get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, including all sale items, go to modcloth.com and enter chatty at checkout. Hurry to get that extra 15% off all the sale items through the end of August. That's modcloth.com and enter code chatty for 15% off your $100 or more purchase. Yes, 
go check out that sale section now because they have insane deals. I'm talking like a couple dollars for some crazy cute stuff. Okay. Let's also talk about Green Chef real quick, which I love. Um, Hey, some of us, AK and myself, aren't so naturally gifted in the kitchen. Um, I walk into that room and I have no (laughs) idea what I'm doing. I want to prepare glorious meals for myself and my family on cozy nights in, but I don't know where to start. And knowing what to purchase at the grocery store, forget it. So overwhelming. That's why I am so grateful for Green Chef. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well easy and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle. They let you choose from a wide array of easy to follow lifestyles with select organic ingredients. Meal plans include keto, paleo, balanced living, and plant powered. Something for everyone. I just made, um, they actually had a delicious like vegan flatbread situation Ooh, that was yum. so good um can't remember some kind of salad on the side i don't know i had cooked all three or four of their meals last week and every single one of them was amazing everything grayson I, was really skeptical but he was super surprised after yeah? i made each one he's like this is actually really good that's kind of how evan was too at first he was just like is this gonna be like and we cooked him up and yeah. he's like can you get more please i'm like oh honey yes there will be more also it was a nice ritual for me like I when i know grayson's on the way home mm-hmm. i put the baby in the carrier and i can just make a really delicious meal it's, in under an hour it's very therapeutic and like you said recipes are quick and easy with step-by-step instructions chef tips and photos to guide you along the way ingredients come pre-measured perfectly proportioned and mostly prepped couldn't be an easier home-cooked meal and as a non-chef my favorite thing about it is that green chef help green chef helps me discover new meals every week that i've now learned to cook on the regular nice. and i love it yeah so let's green chef let green chef do the meal planning grocery shopping and most of the prep for you week after week and we got a delicious deal for you for a total of 75 dollars off that's 25 dollars off each of your first boxes go to greenchef.com slash chatty 75 that's 25 dollars off each of your first three boxes by going to greenchef.com slash chatty 75 chatty 75 okay um okay so we then have a conversation and i kind of died between katie Demi and Hannah. Oh, I know. This is so funny. Where Katie goes, fuck Blake. I don't even really uh, like him. <laughs> Savage. I was like, oh, okay. Savage. Because it's interesting. So far, it's been so, such like the Blake show yeah. that we haven't seen any like drama between Nicole and Onyeka. We yeah. haven't seen any of the um, Kaylin, Demi, Hannah, like any of that. Everyone's seemed pretty kosher with each other mm-hmm. so that side comment i was like okay that was still, pretty funny there's still some feelings there and, and she's like well this definitely sucks because he's led her on tremendously and now blake's not an option for any of us and demi's like no way blake's a loser blake's a loser right now well and then the shady part of it all is hannah g is sitting right there not saying shit i know like inside she's like you guys don't know about the love we have. <laughs> I mean, it was like, I was just yeah. knowing that they're going to go on and make out later. I was just like, this is weird. Well, and then cutting to Demi later, talking to Wells and Dylan, and Demi's just like, She's no, no, not no, 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 no. She is not into him. She's super into you. Like, so confident telling Dylan that. Oh, Your girlfriend God. hasn't been letting you in on something. Keeping some things close okay. to the chest, honey. Well, and that's when Demi says that I'm not mad at him for dating numerous people. It's the fact that he's hiding thing, things and ignoring people and telling people to keep yeah. it a secret. He's not being emotionally mature about the situation. That's he's not the being thing. forthcoming. Like he keeps saying, I was single. I was single. It's like, yes, technically you were. You are allowed to have sex with who you want to. But when you're not being honest, you're telling people to keep it a secret for your own reputation. Absolutely not. No. 
no, it could have been like this. He could have had a mature conversation with each of them back home and let them know, like, I'm sorry, I didn't know your feelings were like this. I genuinely, yeah. like, I just thought each of, like, I thought we were just hooking up both times. And then he could have come on Paradise and been like, hey, how are you? Like, good luck, whatever. And it's like, Imagine clearly that. he knew what he did was wrong or else he wouldn't have been avoiding all of them just at all costs. Avoid, yeah, God, the avoiding he, he is so knew, immature. He knew somewhat what he did. It's like in you junior could tell, high when yeah. you talk to a boy all summer and then you get to the first day of school and he pretends like you're not there. Yeah, seriously. Devastating. Come on, don't do that to us. It's just fucked up. Okay, now, Tasha hears wind through Christina of the situation and this is where Which I was... Which I love that Christina right away sat Tasha down yes. and goes, I'm going to lay this out for yeah. you. And that's when we find out that Blake told her a few days before he went on Paradise and it seemed calculated. Go yes. Ahead. No, I was just like, fuck yeah, Tasha. She was like, Blake just lost me. She's out. She's done. I'm like, take a lesson from Tasha, girls. Tasha is our prime example of that strong woman that we all, that's inside all of us that we all need to be. Like, she was so low-key about it. And then I love it. I'm not trying to get a pity rose. He lost me. I well, don't need to do that. And with also, that. she didn't have to go start drama with Blake either. That's what I'm saying. She didn't go to him and, and right be away like, go, wow, fuck you. And then like, when he pulled her aside, she was very like, you need to deal with your stuff with Christina. Yeah. Just shut it down. Yep. Not just. She's just like, the thing I love is she basically was like, this dude's not worth my time. So yeah. whatever. Bye. Moving it on. It seemed like she really knows. Flirtation knows her worth. Yeah. I, I just loved that moment. Loved um, it. Then, you know, Blake's having a panic attack, which I would be too if yeah, I were he, him. Yeah, he was actually having like a legit panic attack. Yes. And yes. I was also kind of like, that's also guilt, my friend. Oh, totally. <laughs> that's called guilt. And um, uh, Because yeah. there's no way to remedy, remedy this. Nobody will be into me now. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, that's what happens. Um, I, I think the thing is, um, not to excuse him at all, but I think what we were talking about, I think he just really doesn't like under, like he's... He's dumb. He's inexperienced and he really like fucked himself over. Yeah. It's just kind of like, it seems like maybe he never had. He just got lots in a little of a too deep. Yeah. He, he's the ego's a little too large, my yep. friends. Yep. Yep. Um, also, then we see the next morning that Tasha, Kaylin, I believe Demi, like there's numerous girls sitting together. And I thought, oh my goodness, is Blake being a fuck boy? The, the, the key that will bring all these once lady enemies together. I said, nothing, nothing brings girls tighter or tears them apart like men. And it's something to remember mm. when you're letting boys cause drama in your girl yeah. friendships that like, listen, no, no, no. Like the, the guy that's tearing you apart could bring you tight back together again in one swift move. Like, yeah, well, and, and that's sort of, um, you can't blame Christina or Kaylin for the situation either because, unfortunately, society tells us that our worth is in a man desiring us, be yep. that any man, no matter who the fuck they are. Yep. And you are so much better off with no man, which is not what society teaches us. Mm -hmm. It's like, you, you're better to have a shitty man than none at all. No! You're way better off just having no man than with someone that's going to screw you over continually. You're yep. going to be so much happier. Get your broads around you. Yeah. Get that squad. Uh, okay, so... So Hannah G and Dylan. Oh, dear. Dylan's beaming. The man is just in love. He's literally he's head glowing heels. like he's nine months pregnant with love. <laughs> he's just straight up. Yes. <laughs> um... But they're definitely vibing hard um, all over each other. And then that's when Wills says that he's into her. They're at the bar. But Dylan's always attached to her hip. Yeah. And then Wills pulls her aside. 
And now, I was like, we were talking about this. Did they edit it? Because it seemed like they were literally talking for two seconds and then they're kissing. If they didn't edit it, they that did was, edit it. It had to be, right? They did. Because she also said something like, that was smooth. And we didn't see any kind of like smooth transition into kissing. He literally was just like, kissing. you're a dope girl. And then he started kissing her and she was kissing him back quite passionately. Yes, it had to have been edited because then we see Dylan come up and go, can I steal her from you? It wouldn't have been two minutes. It would have literally been a minute and a half yeah, if no. that was the case. So some they must have had a decently long conversation. Absolutely. I think they are kind of trying to make uh, Hannah look a little slutty. Yeah, that's rude. <laughs> come be a sl- sandy slut with us, Hannah G. <laughs> no, but they're trying to make her look a little fast, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, poor Dylan has no idea. He literally just wanders up and he's just like, and then when he's talking... And afterwards, he's like, I hate interrupting people. Oh, my he's God. Like, but I, I did it. I went and got I you. And she's like, good and job. And you did it. Yay. Um, I have to say, like, I really do apply, applaud Hannah for being honest with Dylan. Both times. She pretty much immediately is like, just so you know, this is what's going on. Both times. Both I was, times. I was glad about that. And when she speaks to Wills later, she says that she has a tendency to be a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And so this has got to be like double, doubly hard for her. She's like, so I'm going to screw over like four guys yes. at once now. <laughs> but I'm not going to acknowledge it because, you know, I can't hurt people's feelings. Which honestly, after the theme of this episode, whatever, fucking play, play, play the field, girl. Play the field, honey. But the fact that she is straight up, I really, really appreciated that as well. And like, again, I said, she says she's a people pleaser. So that's really probably difficult for her. And that's a big step. And then we see her later having a conversation with Wells saying that she was in a five-year relationship before this. Like she thought she was coming to paradise Mm -hmm. to really kind of play the field because she hadn't done that before. Yeah. And now she's in this situation. She's having fun. Yeah. Which I was actually, and she was also, um, speaking of having those tough conversations, she did make it clear to Dylan that, like, she's not really ready to be an exclusive relationship. She really so did. You can't fault the girl. You can't fault her. You However, know? I will fault her for going and making out with Blake. I fault her for choosing Blake, but for, like, Blake. for her but the fact exploring that her options, not a problem. Yeah. You're on paradise. Yep. And again, you're using, you're being communicative and you're being honest. Yeah. Um, she, I really appreciated also how she told Wills it wasn't there. I know. Like, she, she, the girl is really good at yeah. saying what she needs to say, even if it's difficult. Mm-hmm. So I really give her that. Mm-hmm. Um, then okay. we see the clay workout with the ripping 80s music. And I was actually like crying laughing. And being like, oh, that feels good. Yeah. <laughs> piece of meat (laughs) i I felt that was i don't know i feel sometimes really uncomfortable watching people work out super hard i know well he was doing it so fast i know it was like i'm like is that what you're supposed to do like he knows how to work out that's not how i work out maybe i should start working out like clay does like so fast just like i just picture your little headband like on the elliptical with weights in your hands i gotta be like clay i gotta be like clay Oh my goodness. Um, JPJ is just like, wow, that guy's body is incredible. And I have to stay, say, we stand a cis male who is not afraid to compliment another man's no. body. Or, J- or, or throw or his arm throw around his arm. another He's man. He's complimenting Kevin's body. He was complimenting love. Clay's body. Love. Well, this is what I love about John Paul Jones. And we should all be more like John Paul, John Paul Jones. Because he is just so comfortable in being himself. Oh my he's God. He's not embarrassed. I love a man who's not embarrassed. Yes. Who's, w- who's not easily embarrassed. I'm a little piece of that jpj spirit yeah that spirit needs to be in all of us Um, and i really like about that about him seriously oh i also had to say as well um is that someone or a few people messaged me about kevin the whole romper situation with kevin yesterday Mm -hmm. um so when he initially told um 
Katie that he was like, oh, girl, you're working that romper. Yes. I started laughing like uncontrollably and didn't hear that the next thing he said is he was then talking about that because other women don't have the physique to wear it. Oh, yes. I didn't hear that part. I did not hear that part. (laughs) That is royally douche. I actually forgot about that. I actually forgot about that until now. So my... My moment where I was just like, honey, talking about her working her romper, then got like a major douche. And I'm like, well, okay. yeah, I actually totally forgot about that. Yeah. too. Not as exciting as I thought it was. Mm. But, you know, I just had with Kevin, I had these immediate like I judged a full book by the cover in uh, Hannah's season and I yeah. judged him. So all of a sudden when he pops out, talks about a romper and is skipping down the yeah, way yeah, yeah. with JPJ, I was like, oh, maybe I judged this yeah. man quickly. And he no. just had to touch that because I didn't hear him say that. And then when I saw that people were saying that he said that, I'm like, oh, that's yeah, di- no. that's mm. disappointing. Okay, let's talk about Clay, Annalise, Bibby, and Nicole and okay. all of this situation. Yes. Okay, so we have Clay at the center of a love tug between Bibby and Nicole. It seems very obvious, very early on that he is not into Bibiana like he is Nicole. I did not get any sort of sexual chemistry between Bibby and Clay personally. But him and Nicole seem to really vibe like really quickly I have to say. I completely agree and I actually thought that they were really cute together and I thought the date was sweet. I agree. And he was was pretty straight up with her about everything. Yeah. I agree. Okay but let's also talk about Annalise taking him aside. Oh boy. Lord. Okay. Okay, he did say, I love the way he handled it, though. And he, he really did say something to Annalise that was true. He's like, you know, I don't know, like, where you're getting this information. Or, like, I, basically, he's like, I know where you're getting this information from, and it's not as it seems. And I have to say, just to defend Annalise, um, when you have a best friend, and you you know how it is, they're hurt, and they're like, but he just texted me, like, one week ago. They're sending you screenshots. They're calling yeah. you every night. They're so sad. Like, she's probably feeling like, oh, my God, I want my friend to watch Bachelor in Paradise and not think that I didn't stand up for her at well, all. Well, yeah, and she has her back. Like, she probably really is looking out for her yeah. and is like, wow, fuck you, Clay. But also, it's like, the you know, unfortunately, you got to let people down easy. You got to say, like, the timing's not right and throw out excuses like yeah. that. The man's over her. Well, the fact that he that we find out that he never said I love you to her yeah. and it had been eight months. Also, we find out that they had been dating eight months and they've been broken up for three, yeah. which I feel like is a pretty good ratio That's a pretty good of time. time. Well, one of I'm just defending Annalise because she said, like, you know, you guys talk like two weeks ago, yes. like you've seen each other, you know. Yes. And well, then she brought up naming kids, marriage, and whatever. And then he said, well, yes, we did once say that. And yeah, I, it, it was hard because I saw both perspectives yes, for sure. I, I don't think he's at any fault, but I also don't think that uh, I think. Annalise is really just trying to look out for her yeah, friend and just be a good friend. She's, I think it's just an awkward situation. The whole thing's just awkward. And she's not going about it like in the best way, but I don't think she had like, she's not, no, she's not no, trying to like sabotage no him malicious, Even though anything. I will say that she then, but then she threw out the, I don't think you're here for the right reasons comment. I just think she didn't even and know And then what she to brought say. up because he didn't get picked up by the NFL. Oh, I know. Yeah. And she, but she also felt like, but then also that was kind of my comment I yesterday know, when we were doing the recap. I was like, the dude doesn't only really like have anything else I know, I know. technically going for him right now. But like even, okay, but I don't know. Even if he is going on Bachelor in Paradise because he didn't get picked up by the NFL and he wants to get Instagram followers, yeah. like he's been broken up with Angela for three no, months. No, I know. And can't you actually find someone 
that you're really into even when you're trying to do something for work as yes. well? Yes. Yes. No, I, you absolutely can. You know, so I don't know. I, no, I, he's not doing anything. That's what I'm saying. He's not doing anything wrong. But I also like really don't believe yeah. that she's doing anything wrong. Oh, no, I don't think so either. I just think it was just uncomfortable timing since Nicole was walking up to go on the date with him. Like, it definitely... When I, I did echo, though, I thought that it was very rude of Demi to call her grandma and say that she's off her meds. Well, but then she also... But I did uh, understand what Demi was saying when she was like, I know you have good intentions. I just hated that it was right before his date with Nicole. Yeah, that no. doesn't seem fair I didn't have Nicole. any problem with her conversation with Annalise. She's just kind of mean. And then she said, like, Annalise has absolutely, like, no judgment when it comes to guys. And I'm like, that's a shitty thing to say. Yeah. It's not Annalise's fault, like, that, I don't know, the poor girl just wants to get married, and, like, she's gotten know, screwed over so many I times. Know. She's really nice. She like, I was roommates her. with her on The Bachelor. Like, she's yeah. a really sweet girl. She seems like the sweetest girl she's in the world. She's super nice. That's yeah. why I'm, like, it's kind of shitty to throw her under the bus, because she's not trying to, like, screw Clay over. She's going about it the wrong way. She's just looking yeah. out for her friend. Yeah. Give the poor girl a break. She's had such a rough time I on The Bachelor. Know, she got fr- freaking broken up with on After Paradise by her fiance that was the worst that was the worst and of all people to do it to too i know it's like that sweet bb girl oh God. she just keeps getting put through the ringer okay so like we said clay and nicole's date, date goes well they were super really cute cool. clay tells nicole pretty much everything that we know that's out there he's yeah. not holding back they're macking they seem to be they're vibing having some some good moments together yep um, so the next day we see Blake and this is where I actually didn't have my, I, I don't have my notes on me. So you're going to have to guide me through this one. Okay. For, Blake the, for this part is now having a full blown meltdown in the camera. Yeah. You know, we're having like anxiety part two. I'm sure it was actually the same day he was having the anxiety attack that they filmed this. Yeah. But He's then doing this whole thing where he's saying, my family, my family, my friends, like, this is going to be really yeah. hard for them. Yeah. They're really going to have to go into hiding. <laughs> I'm like, Dramatic. They're going to have to go into that bunker under the ground where all the villains of paradise and their families, Luke Parker's down there. Jed's family's <laughs> down. Jed's family's definitely down Jed's there. Jed's family's down there. He's down there making love to his sister. <laughs> Stop it, Jez. Oh, stop. No. Chad's down there. Yeah. So many. So many fallen. In that bunker. And now he's like, I don't want to go down there. There's hardly any women down there. (laughs) Who am I going to fuck? Oh, my God. Chad's already with his sister. I know. And I also, it's like. I also know where he's coming from too, because he's no. also like seen all this go down, and no, he's he, like, he knows Fuck. that he's about to just get torched, yep. saying it's going to be really hard. And he's talking about this is real life. This is real life. Life is over as I know it. That's what he said. I, I know dead. he goes, life's going to change and not for the good. Yeah. So he's in full blown like <laughs> panic mode. I'm wondering, are we going to lose Blake? <laughs> That's what I thought was maybe going I to think happen. Maybe so. Until he sat down with Hannah, but Do you even think she, Hannah's gonna give him the rose next week. Girl, I don't know. I do not. Well, but no, it's the guys who are giving the roses next week. I said. Oh, uh, uh, oh I meant like next, like in paradise next week, not like next week's episode. If that happens, I think we're going to see 
a actual tsunami of tears from Dylan. Like we're going to be drowning in his tears. And maybe JPJ, when we see JPJ crying, he's just literally crying for Dylan because it's so heartbreaking. I, and everyone is that sad. <laughs> I think that that could happen. And I'm going to love it. <laughs> I love to watch the, the world burn. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Mm. Um, so now we're starting the cocktail party. And the girls are all like, okay, it's time to vie for the men's because three girls are about to be eliminated. Yes. Um, speaking who, of who Kevin, he, he goes up and hugs Katie and he goes, you look immaculate, girly. Like, that's, that's so weird. Dude, Kevin is so weird. Kevin is so, you look immaculate, girly. Like, who are you? My aunt, my best friend, my so creepy weird. uncle. Who are you? It's so weird. Oh, my God. Um, when Chris Harrison has them all sitting I'm, I'm down, I'm just sitting here waiting for you to guide me through the episode. I'm like, and what happens next? Okay, I got a comment. So. And and uh, and so when Chris Harrison then oh sits them God, all down and he throws the major shade at the guys, he's like, "How many curtains have you guys destroyed?" And then Cam, yeah, Cam has to like do his whole. Speech. He's like, "Well, just so you know, Chris, I'm looking for my future uh, mother of my children. Here. I need the mo- the woman who's going to give my grand or my mother grandbabies that is going to carry on the fruit of my loins. Oh my god! And he's just like, you guys better start to work. Basically, like we'll see. I'm just like Cam, stop. And talking. Demi is just it does not like Cam. She like throws it to someone. She's like, that's the ugliest shirt I've ever seen. And I don't know if she was saying it to Blake or to Cam. <laughs> Cam's wasn't bad. I'm pretty sure it was Blake's because that shirt was actually horrendous. Oh, it was bad. It was horrendous. It was bad. Um, it was like he was trying to pull off Will's shirt, but it is like not yeah, it's happening. Like, you could never be Will's, Blake. No, don't even try. Don't even Will's try. could wear anything he wanted to. He looked perfect this entire mm-hmm. episode. I love him. Um, so then we see Demi. She's really seems to really be into Derek. Like she's confident that she's getting his rose. Well, I was rethinking our conversation yesterday because I was thinking about how she probably had a conversation with girlfriend too, of like, I'm going to have to stay around. Like she's going to, she's going to have to vibe with someone. But I also feel like even if she didn't have a romantic connection, some dude is going to give her a rose. Right. She's like that. She's that character that everyone wants to keep around. But but I, I mean, I don't know, dude, her and Derek. I don't think I think both of them are like are think it's ca- feel casually about each other. Well, she says she's like I always look for a chase, but like Derek would be someone who I like know I would have an actually like, amazing relationship with. Wow, I didn't catch that. Yeah, she's like she seems kind of like soft around him. Interesting. I don't know. So now I'm. Well, I, everyone said he's like manly. Maybe he has like an energy, like a very calm, masculine energy like, and calm person. You down. I don't know, because whatever's going on, I'm starting to feel a little nervous for when her girl comes in and like how deep are her and Derek going to be mm-hmm. and how like heartbroken is her girl going to be. I'm sure that's just going to be. But then it also looks like in the previews, John Paul Jones and Derek are like going at it. And I almost feel like that's over Katie. So no, I think it was over Tasha. Oh, over Tasha. Yeah. yeah. OK, so then it's so my point in saying that it seems like Derek kind of moves on easily. True. So I have a theory that like, as of right now, obviously Hannah G is the queen of paradise. I think that Tasha is going to become the queen of paradise. I think there are going to be many men fighting. Well, over it was her. so funny for the rose ceremony. Cause I'm like, only sir, so many people can give Hannah a rose dudes. Like you're going to need to branch out and find some other girl that you're into like, y'all. 
yes, Hannah G is Hannah G. Stunning, perfect. We've talked about it. It's so annoying how perfect she yeah. is. But like, there are so many amazing There's, girls. Yeah. Like Katie, who's gonna Katie, Tasha, yeah. Kaylin. Like these are girls that are like dimey, oh, dimey. Kaylin is now off the off the market dude this is where i fell in love with kaylin you're now a kaylin stan now i stan kaylin because this was the baddest fucking move i've ever seen like this was (laughs) boss bitch move and i lived for it she's like you know what this is right after her conversation by the way with blake so blake pulls taisha aside first taisha tells him like a boss bitch like she's just like you need to clear up your ish with christina yeah and then kaylin and blake sit down and she right away she like she basically ices him not in a rude way but it's just like he apologizes to her and she's like you need to get your shit figured out and i just want to move forward yeah and it's like we're i'm done yeah and then she moves on okay wait quick break because, you know, you yes. know who's got the most perfect boobs in paradise? Um, <laughs> Speaking of, who we're just talking Seriously, about, Tasha. Oh, my God. Gorgeous. The most um, perfect. But can we talk about the most perfect bra ever? The oh, bra yeah. that changed my life and gave me the boost of self-love and confidence I needed. Of course we can, because I know you're talking about third love. Third love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their fit finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. Third Love celebrates all different shapes and sizes of breasts. And if you have breasts, you know how rare this is. I can't count how many times I've gone bra shopping with friends. And when we walk into your typical store, someone walks away empty handed because most bras, most bra companies do not have inclusive sizing. By the way, Third Love will officially have 78 bra sizes with bands ranging, ranging from 30 inches to 40 inches and cups double a to i one of the largest ranges in the industry that's an awesome it's incredible and i'm really really grateful for third love because after breastfeeding my daughter my breasts changed completely and it really threw me for a loop and my confidence struggled and third love is the first bra i ever put on after baby that really really fit me properly and made me feel really good hop on to thirdlove.com and take the fit finder quiz it only takes about one minute and you'll find your perfect bra fit as well and just in case there's a hundred percent fit guarantee every customer has 60 days to wear it that's like two months Mm -hmm. wash it put it to the test if you don't love it you can return it and third love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need third love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone so right now they're offering our listeners 15 percent off your first order go to thirdlove.com slash chatty now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15 percent off your first purchase that's thirdlove.com slash chatty for 15 percent off today so Cam and Kaylin. So Cam and Kaylin. Kaylin wow. Ka- I ship. Kaylin walks you ship. Kaylin walks over with purpose. With pr- this is why I'm like I respect this bitch because she's like I cannot go home. She will not. You go see home. It going through her mind. She's like I am not going no. home. This is the termination of Miss. Um, where's she from? North Carolina. Yes. Uh, this is. I see her Miss North Carolina coming out. She's like, I will not be runner up. No, I don't she care. She's strutting I, down she the sand. She goes, I have to be first pick, and I don't care if it has to be Cam's first pick. I will be someone's first pick. That's for sure. She goes in with a purpose. She's like, you know who are, I? Well, I, I just, Dude. I really respected her. Just watching her fucking flirt it up, and she's just like. Who are you? She just you know, goes like, in I within know seconds. You... She goes in for the kiss, and she's like, Love. "This is not the one, the man that I saw on on Hannah's season." Like, 
you just surprise me. This woman is an actress, which is why she's incredibly dangerous and powerful. She is very powerful. <laughs> she is very powerful. If her powers are misused for evil, it can be very bad. If her powers are used for good, she, she can, can propel herself right to the, the end, world. baby. She's going to end up with two million followers at the end of this thing. Oh, you easy. go, girl. <laughs> you get those two mil. J- dude, the way she just like literally like prostituted herself out for the rose. And I, I was like, yes. Yes, this is the content I'm here for. And Cam, she, and also, this is not shitty. She made Cam's life with that little make out I, ri- I right away was like, I feel bad though, because like Cam is clearly, that's like his girl. Remember he rapped about her and his thing about her finding forgiveness yes. or whatever. And I'm like, I feel kind of bad for him. And then Becca goes, dude, this is the best night at Cam's life, whether it works out or not. I'm like, no, sh- it's true. It's forever, true. And he is He stoked. made out with Miss Carolina, almost Miss USA or Miss America or whatever. Like, this, she, is like, this is his wet dream. Like, he's going to tell everyone about this for the rest of his life. His yes. grandkids are his grandbabies from his woman, whoever procreates yes. with him. Annalise, maybe. Maybe like, Annalise. <laughs> who knows? Or, you know, they're going to be talking about this for, for the rest of his time. Oh, it's it's amazing. I loved it. I was standing up and literally cheering. I was just and like, also, this I was is like, what we want. I was like, Bibiana, come on, girl. Get up in there. I like, know, I know you're just Bibby. into wheels and it's not happening right now, but more guys will come. So like, Or Clay, yeah. So, uh, yeah, sorry, I meant Clay, not Wills. Um, I just said that because I always think that they would be so cute together because um, they're both be, so chill. They'd be so gorgeous together. I know. Why isn't it happening? Why didn't... <sighs> this is... Who ended up making Are out with Wills? Are they just friend-zoned? Friend who ended up making out with Wills? Did anybody besides Hannah? No, I don't think so. Okay, so this is my thing. And this is actually exactly what happened last season. Wills and Bibiana went home on the same night. You guys, or they like went home like the same this, week back to back. This is this is fate. This is the universe putting your hands together, <sighs> pushing you off into the sunset. Get a clue. Just play You're the, supposed to be together. Or it's not even that. It's like, at the very least, just play the game and be like, Wills, yeah. look, I've got your back next week. Like, if you don't, if he doesn't vibe with Hannah, can you just give me a rose tonight? Like, come on. Are, their hearts, are their hearts too pure and innocent to play the game? I guess. Like, Wills is just hoping for his shot at Hannah, which she made clear isn't going to happen. Yeah. And she's hoping for Clay, which Clay is over the moon now with Nicole. Like, just kind of some your person might come next week just like try to stick it out get a little get a little savage with it be like kaylin yeah you know just try to play the game like yeah come on i know i know know. it hurts it was hurting there's a few people there's a few guys floating around like chris Chris, for instance the girls started coming for chris christina and oh poor it's on the spot to go home girl i I mean i feel it like come on that like the where did she get a stethoscope i was gonna say like where did that come from i don't know and and she said your heart rate's going up and then it gives this like side kiss that was so awkward and then she's like oh you're gonna have a heart attack and it was so uncomfortable. And I just, oh, no. When know. someone's so sweet is, oh, God. I know. See, okay, this is, I'm going to say this. This is going to be so mean. No. Hannah G, you talk about being awkward. You're not awkward. Annalise is awkward. Yes. yes. And she's adorable and beautiful and yes. lovely, but, like, she's awkward. Yes. You know? Yes. Hannah G, you're not awkward. Hannah G, if you ever fucking say you're weird or <laughs> awkward again, I am going to personally come to your house and tell you, hey, you are not awkward or weird. And that'll show her. That she will <laughs> not say it again. Nope. Yeah, I know you're right, though. 
But then it's just tragic. But and then obviously Chris, Christina's gonna I was swoop so it up. like he is a sought after, and I do have to say <laughs> props to our OG reality TV king that he as when him and Annalise were having their moments and then and then Christina came up and she's like, Can I take you for a second? And he's like, Okay, in a few minutes. And he stayed with her. And I he know. respected the no, rest okay. of their conversation. I might be forgetting other seasons, but like honestly, like Chris is kind of hot. I would kind of go after too, him. Right? Okay, so so broads, forgive us because for some reason I'm literally blanking, I'm blanking. on everything. He's I just ever remember done. him not leaving on Andy's season, but I also remember him saying that like with a smug, like half grin on his face, like he knew it was a joke. Yes, so, so I remember so that. We apologize if he's done anything horrible and we don't remember. But like in this moment, I felt the same exact way that you did. I was like, why is Chris the hottest guy right now? on the show i'm so uncomfortable okay kaylin i see you going for cam that's an easy win actually smart move but also like i'd be i'd be pulling to christina and like going for chris oh for sure he's he's kind of yeah he's kind of hot he's got nice eyes he's kind of funny like we love his daddy this is the thing him returning to the show over and over again was kind of like hilarious he's kind of got a good stick he's got a good sense of humor about himself and like like, zaddy's got four restaurants now like you're gonna eat well you're gonna drink well you're gonna have money honey (laughs) right set up wine dine 69 chris b is your man (laughs) get that rose Get that rose. Get that money. <laughs> oh my gosh! Why we, we love him now? I, I know. Do. Okay, uh, and then JPJ. Oh, oh my god! Okay, stop. stop. <laughs> Which, by the way, I almost lost my dinner listening to him yak like that. Oh. That was disgusting. <laughs> they had to play it for like ten straight minutes. I. <laughs> well, first of all, JPJ and Onyeka macking. I know macking. And he's like, you're such a breath of fresh air to me. I'm like, did we forget the conversation yesterday where she wouldn't shut up? Well, th- but then he also said, like, yeah, I think maybe she's a good friend for me. Like, this <laughs> is probably going to be a, like that type of thing. Like, I don't know. Like, it, he did not seem interested. Hey, and then all of a sudden he seemed. John Paul Jones is living in the moment. We can take a Buddhist tip from him and be present. It's really, it is so true. <laughs> it is so true. He truly lives. <laughs> I learned so many lessons this episode. <laughs> there were, this this season is packed with so many truths. I'm walking away a better person. Thanks to all these these crazy people. Oh my God. Um no, but but uh then JPJ has his moment with Jane and my god, was it the hot sauce? Was he having an allergic reaction? Dude, I don't know, but that was so gnarly. Was it, it was pickled herring? Sauce. She <laughs> might have put a little bit too spicy of a mayo on the tacos, and now I he's mean, hurtling I've in I've never this. seen anyone in my life vomit like that from spicy. But even Chris Harrison commented on how white this man is. He is so white that the sun practically shines through him. Yes, he's not used to the spicy foods. No. JPJ needs to really edge his way into the spice and jane sent him she sent him that that was actually really hilarious and i did really feel bad for the her fact i felt i know i felt really bad for her like she that was trying been, to like do something yeah, fun and, and she's she like, was like on the spicy. verge of crying because like she was really oh no she did start crying and she was really embarrassed i know i would have been really embarrassed but he too. played it so cool he's like he no was, it's fine turns around to continue vomiting he was he's a gem and i just you know what i felt bad for her too is she's what? like oh my god Am I going to kill the fan favorite? Am I the one? <laughs> I went home night one and I'm going to kill the fan favorite oh from whatever the allergic God. reaction. And by the way, out of one of his pukes, he did the hair flip. He's Full fantastic. Um, okay. So I stand. Now we see Hannah pull Wills aside as we discussed. Um, we appreciate her honesty. She says he does, she doesn't want him 
to waste his rose on her. Um, I feel just terrible for Wills. We see him crying. I want to die. Go into the arms of Bibby. Go into her beautiful bosom and whatever she said about her whispering hoo-ha, which I was dying. Like, <laughs> go to the whispering yeah. hoo-ha. Let but it hear like Mother Willow. Do what you gotta do. I know. Do what you gotta do. Um, and then she goes and she talks to Dylan. And Dylan is like furrowing into her like a little stuffed animal. Giving Dylan is giving Hannah his everything, and like he needs to pump the brakes. Yeah. Like he needs to pump the brakes to protect himself. Yeah. Um, she probably would prefer it if he wasn't so like you are my everything at all. Like make her work for the rose. A yes. little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I don't um, think he can help it. He's one of those like totally adoring folk. I know. I just like I get so I get so commitment phobia when someone is super like everything you do is incredible that even if I like them, I'm like, eh, I don't know if we're going to work out anymore. Yeah. So I could see myself running from that a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then here comes Blake. He's lighting candles. Oh He's setting the mood. He comes and he takes Hannah away. He tells Hannah this is the reason that he that she's the reason he's here. And like we said, there definitely seems to have be something beforehand, like they had sex or something, because the entire time his hand is on her back. He's like giving little kisses to her. And then when she's kind of like, well, you know, I moved. I moved on. I wasn't going to sit around and I have other connections. And then he like bites his lip and is like, I love your dress, by the way. You look great tonight. And, and was, she eats it up and she eats it up. I was like, Hannah, stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Oh, so. Oh, that other thing, too, is that he was literally putting all the words into her mouth like she, he wasn't he was telling her, like, I know you feel this way. And he was just it was that yeah. that, that typical guy thing that immediately everything turns off in my body. Well, when also, I go, it's, the, it's what Jed did, putting all the words when Hannah was upset. This is how you feel. Also, like Blake's literally just in the position where he has no one else to give it to now. It's very so true. it's like now what Hannah's his. One, two, three, fourth choice? His fourth choice? Yes, because that was the weird thing. So if I was Hannah, I would have been like, can you explain to me, if you came here for me, why did you ask Tasha out? Yeah. You got a rose. The f- you got a date card the first day. Yeah. If you were here for uh, me. I already forgot why, about that, about how butthurt Hannah was about why that. Why did you ask Tasha out literally 24 hours why ago? Why are these girls just like, like, like fawning like, over him, dude? Like, he doesn't him. have to do anything for Nothing. these girls. He has put in zero effort. Nothing. He he asked someone out the day before. Oh God. And she was upset. And now she's falling into his arms already. So they start macking. I'm just like, Ugh. he's looking at her like he's about to eat her for dinner. Um, but then she goes back and she tell, tells Dylan, she's super honest. Um, she says she feels like a bad person, which that's sad, but <laughs> that's sad. Sips coffee, but it's also like, okay, you didn't have to kiss Blake. Like if you feel like that was a bad move, then just like, don't do it. Yeah. Like tell him boy, bye. But like, Dil- I will say this also too. Like Dylan's one of those people that like would make you feel bad if you totally. forgot to like, you know. Like, I know. Oh what my you god! Mean. I forgot to iron my shorts. And you forgot it was shorts? my mom's birthday. <laughs> like, but I thought you really oh, liked you'd be devastated. my mom. Oh, you overcooked that. Oh, it's it's okay. Does it look so sad? You're like, oh my god! I can't even. I can't oh make god. you feel sad about everything. Or it'd be one of those things where eyes. he's just like, I did that for you, and like you didn't. It's like, oh god. I know. So so oh Dylan, Dylan is not pleased. He's respectful with Hannah. He doesn't like snap at her or anything. He handles it well, but he walks away and he says, like, I feel like she's being a little shady and he's irritated, which I get. I would mm-hmm, feel mm-hmm, when I'm mm-hmm, over mm-hmm. the moon 
And like, uh, like Wells says to Hannah afterwards, like Dylan is the most smitten kitten he's seen on paradise. Totally. Like he's over the moon. Um, at this point, Kaylin is drinking in a corner, angry and like, she's such <laughs> a mood. She is such a mood in this episode. Like I was, I was vibing. Um, so yeah, that was the, that okay. was this week. Okay. So then the quick little preview for next week. Uh, we see Jordan flirting with Nicole. Oh wait, I missed it. I, I accidentally turned it off before the preview, so okay. I didn't see it. I, I will tell you, this is just a quick little, yeah. there's numerous things yeah. that happen, but Jordan shows up, of course. Um, he seems to be taking Nicole out on a date. Okay. And Clay is displeased. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Mike shows up. Mm-hmm. Kaylin says... He walked into paradise and all the guys started sweating and all the guys are panicking with big Mike. Yes. I can't wait to watch this. And then we see Mike and Kaylin slow dancing and making out in like a beautiful scene. And, and Mike's like, I, I, you know, I came here to get what I wanted, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, are you coming for Kaylin? Okay. Now that I stand Kaylin, I ship this. Actually, Kaylin and Mike would be so cute. They would. Didn't I call this? I swear on this season. I said, what if Mike goes for Kaylin? You totally did. I said that. So here's our thing with Kaylin now. Okay, we had a lot of feelings about the whole Colton and Kaylin situation. Because <laughs> she was a bitch on that season, dude. She, she was, was a bitch. I was and not. She was I did not vibe her. I did not like, like her. Snaky on that season. And you know she what? Was. Maybe she'll maybe she'll end up becoming that way on Paradise. But so far, Becca and I made a decision that we were going to try to see everyone fresh when Bachelor in Paradise it's started. It's a totally different game. People, it's a different it, environment. It so we were like, okay, we're going to try to come in here with as little preconceived notions about all these people. She still kind of bugs me because she's kind of a drama queen. She totally, she's a diva. She yeah, likes to diva. work the room. She's a, she's a pageant but queen. What I, are you I'm expect? appreciating the exci- some of the exciting moments that I'm getting from her so far. Yep. And so now the idea of Mike and Kaylin together, I don't know if I hated it as much as I did before. No, I stand. And you know what? Hannah's lost because she didn't ask Mike. She asked Jed. Okay. She turned down Tyler and she turned down Mike. <gasps> so I'm sorry, but now it's Kaylin's turn to cue, cue the JPJ uh, vomiting soundtrack. And, and then also <gasps> we see a moment where Dylan is pissed at Blake and he goes up on the sand and they're like, oh my God, is he about to? And he's like, starts kind of like moving quickly towards him. And it looks like they might be the fight scene. Oh, wow. Dylan fighting? I just can't even picture it. woman. And then at the very end, we have the, and I'm going to make you go watch this right now because you'll literally die. And we have a little montage with JPJ at the end, sitting with the chef, Fernando or whatever. And he's just like, oh, Dios mio, Fernando. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Talking about his spicy tacos and uh, JPJ. All right, broads. See you next week. Can't wait. So excited so more far. More drama to come. Give us more life lessons, BIP. Yes. Thank you. I'm Thank sure you. there will be more. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Sandy Sluts. Chat soon. <laughs>